Welcome to the Leading From Within podcast. My name is Rachel Bale. I'm a business and self-empowerment mentor, and this podcast is dedicated to showing you, the creative and driven online business owner, how to wave bye-bye to the relentless hustle mentality, find your fire, and unlock the confidence and self-trust necessary to build the aligned and magnetic online business you've always been meant for. It's time to stop following the cookie cutter strategies, let go of the shoulds, and to leverage your individuality to build a business and a life that makes your spirit soar. Hit subscribe now and let's jump in. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the Leading From Within podcast. I'm sitting here at my desk. I've got the fluffiest jumper on. I've got a blanket in my lap. And like where I sit, I've got this wall of windows. And there's always this really cold draft that comes through in the wintertime. So I'm always freezing. So I'm rugged up. And I'm really excited to be pressing record on this episode today because what I want to share with you is all around how we can start treating our business as a separate entity. And I was reminded of all the work I'd kind of done around this with what I'm going through in my personal life at the moment with my two kids. So if you don't know my background, I'm a mom of two little girls, a four-year-old and almost two-year-old. Her birthday's actually in a couple of weeks And this season of life is full, it's intense, it's chaotic, it's hectic. And if we're not, you know, really aware of what can happen, it can be really easy to kind of entangle ourselves up with our business. And I want to explore how dangerous this can be in this episode and also share with you some of the work I have done to shift things and transcend this pattern. So what prompted this episode was really what I'm going through at the moment in my personal life as a mum. So I didn't publish an episode last week and I was sharing on Instagram that I've been having a lot of sleepless nights with Amelia. So she's my almost two-year-old and yeah, she's at that age where her imagination is really developing and she's starting to be really sensitive And also scared, like experiencing fear for the first time. And she's been waking up upset in the night and wanting me close. And yeah, sometimes we've been up for like three or more hours trying to resettle her in the middle of the night. It's been really challenging. And, you know, when these little bumps on the road happen, like sleep deprivation really does affect our bodies and our minds and can be such a catalyst for that default thinking we can descend into if we're not consciously paying attention to our thoughts. And as business owners, that can very much look like thoughts like, well, how am I meant to run my business today if I haven't had much sleep? Why am I even trying? This season of life is too full, too intense. Of course, it's not going to work now. I should wait a while so things can settle down. And if you're not paying attention to the kind of thoughts you are having, they very much become 
you know, the unconscious controller of your reality. And this is something I am very much aware of now because when you start paying attention to the way that you're thinking and you have that self-awareness and you can spot the patterns that you default into when conditions are not optimal, like when you're under stress, that's when you have access to the power to change it. And you know, something that I have been really working on over the past nine or so months so that I don't default into that victim mindset, you know, that mindset of things are happening to me and stopping me from actualizing my goal. You know, the thought of it's just too hard. Look, it takes work to get to this place, right? Because it's not the default. But interestingly, you know, when I did observe my thoughts around these sleepless nights, being a business owner, you know, supporting clients, selling offers, running my programs, etc., not once did I make it mean anything about my business because I'm at the point now where I can hold the duality of on one hand being a deeply emotional being And on the other hand, being the CEO of my own business, I can hold multiple truths separately. And having this one kind of experience on, you know, one side of things doesn't mean anything about the other experience, right? They can coexist because I do not believe them to be linked. So therefore, what's happening in one area doesn't influence the other area. There's harmony, but only if I allow it to, right? And that's key. So this is what I want to talk about today because here is the problem. The reality is that most of us don't see our business as being separate to ourselves. We are so enmeshed. Everything is so like knottily tied together. And I'm the first to admit that this takes work and persistence to detangle and untie because it's so natural, right? Because our business is our personal creation. We are the ones that birth this thing and we infuse so much of ourselves into it. And especially for personal brands where your business is literally a reflection of you and who you are. So it makes total sense that this is our default because we are so close to it, (laughs) but we're too close to it really. And it's not healthy. It's actually a really dangerous way to be operating. It's damaging on both sides. So on the business side, it's severely constricting the impact our business wants to have. And on the personal side, it's actually causing us anxiety, stress, and dysregulation in our lives. Because every time life happens, you know, the kids get sick and they're home from school and, you know, that coincides with a launch or, you know, maybe the baby's going through a sleep regression. Maybe there's just like conflict and tension in relationships or even something random happens like, you know, your washing machine might break and like leak and your entire laundry floods, like whatever it is. If our default is 
of course, now it's not going to work. Now my launch will be a failure. Now my client won't resign. Now I can't show up. Now no one will buy. What's really happening is that your underlying belief that your business is not going to work has found a crack in which to come to the surface and reveal itself. The reality we experience is a mirror of the beliefs we hold. And this is why with my clients, I do so much belief and identity work because this is the determiner, like this is the root of everything. And so then the question becomes, well, how can we move out of little business energy and into big business energy? Because do you think that Melanie Perkins, you know, who co-founded Canva, for example, spirals into a panic every time her little baby gets sick? I think she's got like a one-year-old and is home from daycare for a week. Like, probably not. And before you start thinking, well, you know, well, that's Melanie, like she's probably got loads of support and, you know, yeah, she would, but again, be mindful and notice where you are falling into that mindset of, well, it's easy for her. She doesn't have to deal with X, Y, Z, because that's your sign that you're outsourcing your power. That's your sign that you're not taking radical responsibility for your own life and your own circumstances because you always have the power. You are always free. You always have the control to shape your reality. But it's got to be unlocked in your mind first before it's going to show up anywhere else in your life. And, you know, my intention is not to trivialize emotions here. I want you to know that. Like, this is not about not feeling the thing, not at all. You know, you need to feel the thing. I want you to feel the thing. This is a healthy expression of being a human. And we are emotional beings. And all of us feel deeply conflicting emotions sometimes. So allow yourself to experience them validate them like all feelings are valid but the key is to be able to move through them right and to notice how your emotions are influencing your thoughts so can you start paying attention can you notice the thoughts coming up when things feel hard what are the stories you're creating what are you making it mean about your business because here's the thing you guys everything is neutral Everything is neutral until we assign it a meaning. So, you know, write that down if you want to, but that's super important. So then we ask ourselves, well, what is the meaning I am assigning to this? And is this actually true? Like, is this the ultimate irrefutable truth? Like beyond a shadow of a doubt, 110% written in the sky, cannot be proven wrong. No? Okay. Can we choose a different thought that will serve us better? What is the next best thought you can think? And that right there is your catalyst. So for example, the other night when I was up from 11.30 to 3 a.m. with Amelia, and then I felt like roadkill the entire next day, if I had noticed thoughts start popping up, 
in my mind, which by the way, I didn't because I've done a lot of work around this and I have transcended this patterning now. So like this isn't even a thing for me anymore, but it used to be. And so if I was like, oh my God, now I can't think clearly. So my podcast episode is going to be shit. And of course, no one will resonate and my listeners will drop off and I'll lose them and they won't want to be in my world anymore and will never want to work with me. <laughs> like spiraling, right? It's so easy for us to like go into that spiral. So if this did happen, here is what I would do. And this is the process I worked with to transcend this. So I'd first notice what was happening I'd start paying attention to my thoughts and I would increase my self-awareness. And when I would notice them, I'd be like, huh, interesting that my mind is going there. Is there irrefutable truth in this? And I'd ask myself that question. And, you know, often 100% of the time it would be like, no, of course not. And I'd be like, okay, cool. What's a different thought that will support my desired reality instead? So how about thinking like instead of thinking I like must record today or, you know, I'll lose my listenership and I'll lose my clients. Instead of thinking that thought, how about I am honoring my need for rest and I don't have the capacity to record today and my audience will admire my leadership here. And then what happens is by default, I'm beginning to shift my energetic frequency and I'm starting to call in the empowered, the self-led client, exactly the kind of client I want to work with. So the thing to remember is that your mind's job is to literally make your thoughts real. And so your job (laughs) is to think better thoughts, right? Become conscious of your unconscious thoughts because every single day they are slipping by unchecked. So research has shown that we as humans can have up to like 60,000 thoughts a day and 90% of them are repetitive. We've thought them before. This is the unconscious patterning. And so it takes conscious, persistent practice to break it. And without self-awareness and curiosity about the thoughts you're thinking, you just stay stuck in your old cycles. And, you know, even though in our logical mind, we might be like, I don't want to think these thoughts. I don't want to always make the chaos at home mean something about my business. But if you've been operating in that way for some time, it's already wired into your nervous system and into your unconscious mind. So our nervous system creates safety based on what it knows and what is familiar, regardless of what it is. So it's wired on what's repeated. And so if like what is repeated is thoughts and feelings around, it's never going to work, I'm never going to be taken seriously. It's not the right time in this season of my life. You know, your unconscious is actually secretly really comfortable right there because this is the pattern it knows. And so your mind is going to be constantly 
you know, going out and looking for evidence to support this belief because that's the unconscious belief that's got hold of you. And Carl Jung very powerfully said once that having is evidence of wanting. And this truly is the power of our unconscious mind in orchestrating the reality of our lived experience. So this is what I mean when I say that untying yourself from your business takes work, (laughs) but it's a practice you can start at any time. And it starts, you know, just with self-awareness. And really, that's like most of the work, just being awake to what's happening. Because when you're not conscious of what's going on in your mind and you're not curious enough to explore it, you are really just sleepwalking through this life. So it starts with being conscious of what's happening in your mind. So... Just being able to kind of like illuminate what's happening there and choosing different is going to take you like such a long way. But another thing that's been really helpful for me is visualization. So in human design, my cognition type is inner vision. So visualization practices are really super powerful to me. And so what I would do is when I would notice these thoughts creeping in, And I would feel them in my body as well. I would pause. I would breathe. I would close my eyes if I could, if I didn't have like tiny kids I needed to supervise. (laughs) And I would picture myself with like ropes tied all around my body, you know, constricting me. And I would watch myself untangling them, unwinding them, uncoiling them like bit by bit by bit until I could move my arms and my legs and I could breathe again. And I would see myself go and place that, you know, all of those ropes, that pile of ropes into another part of the room separate to where I was. So if you feel like that could be helpful, I encourage you to, you know, use that visualization and start detangling yourself from your business because those feelings of I can't are so constricting and heavy, aren't they? Like when I would find myself thinking those thoughts, my heart rate would be elevated. My breathing would be shallow and fast. Like I could feel that constriction in my chest. And this visualization really helped me kind of come back to my body and find a state that was more grounded and regulated and, you know, take back some control. And other things I've done and continue to do that help me connect with my business as a separate entity. Again, another visualization, but visualizing my business as something physical and separate from me, but something I really revere. So bringing in that element of respect and reverence. So for me personally, I like to envision my business as a beautiful towering mountain like reaching up to the sky, snow glistening on the top, like looking down on me. Mountains are where I truly feel really at peace. I feel really calm. And this particular vision helps remind me that my business and the impact my business wants to have is so much bigger than me. We are in this co-creation journey together So reminding myself that my business is way too powerful to be influenced or swayed by my emotions. So, you know, 
If you've been feeling really intertwined with your business, I hope this episode has been helpful and that it's given you some strategies for starting to untangle yourself. I have loved this conversation so much. This is some of the work I do with my one-to-one clients. And so I love, 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 love chatting about this topic. If you want to go deeper, I have some private coaching spots open for July and August, either three months or six months together. So just send me a DM on Instagram at Rachel underscore Bale underscore, and we can chat. Okay, my friend, I hope you have a beautiful day. I will catch you next time. Remember to subscribe if you love this episode and I will see you next week. Bye. Bye.